minutes to go in normal time. Liverpool 3 0. Call it, take it quickly, Origi! Hello and welcome to the Redscast podcast. A sad day, a sad week, just a sad since December, isn't it, Steve? <laughs> it's sad times all around, isn't it? Yeah, it's like... proper sad. Uh, Liverpool have just been defeated by Burnley away tip to go down this year. It's your fault. <laughs> you said Chelsea. You said Chelsea would <laughs> win the win the league, and I think uh, you're miles off as well. Yeah, that's that. true. That's true. Where do we start? Oh, mate, I don't know. Like, do you know? The last podcast we done was only a few days ago, right? And before that, we were all feeling a bit down in the dumps anyway, weren't we? And yeah. the, the podcast before that one was a bit depressing. And the intro to the last podcast, I'll be honest with you, right? I got a proper buzz off it. And I haven't had a buzz off it for ages. I got a proper buzz off it. And I felt that good in the thoughts, right? We've got a game here. We're going to smash these. And, well, we, we were just we, wrong. <laughs> do you know what, right? We battered them. Yeah. But we battered them and lost one nil, and I think Klopp, like he come out and said we lost the game that was impossible to lose. It's exactly that. Seventy one percent possession, twenty seven shots, six on target. It's the same theme every single week. Yeah. We're having all these shots, and we're just not scoring. Yeah, um, I think we're concentrating too much on the defense because we've got central defenders out, and that is absolutely not the issue. Yeah, throw in if you know Matip was fit. Matip's an established centre back. Throw one of the kids in next to him, and put Fabinho back in the midfield, and that then releases the other midfielders, and it'll be a it'll be a butterfly effect then, and the you know the other midfielders can push on higher. That lets the the three at the front push on higher, and we haven't been we haven't been going at their defenders the way we used to. We haven't been putting that pressure on. I mean, I looked at um, the last five games or six games that we've been beaten mm. since this last season included as well. Every single one, Jordan Anderson didn't play in. So I don't think it's even so much as Fabinho being in that midfield because ultimately you've got Thiago who can play the holding yeah. role now. I genuinely think. I mean, bar Southampton, Henderson played, but he played centre-back. Mm. When Jordan Anderson doesn't play in that midfield, Liverpool seem to get beat yeah um, and yeah you, you, you've, he's, he's the vo- he's the vocal guy he's the leader um, now I love Jeannie Wijnaldum to bits but I think having him as captain was a mistake yeah um, he didn't put in what you would expect as a captain's performance he didn't seem to be bossing the midfield he didn't seem to be vocal enough who would you have put as the captain then because out of that whole team, there's nobody who I could think. Alison. Clock goes off time spent at the club, though, doesn't he? That's. Mm. But is Alison is Alison a leader? I know he's he commands his back line, but is he a, is he a leader in terms of? I stand by a midfielder should always be captain because they can they see the game like the most because they're running it from the midfield, they're going forward, they're going mm. back. But there's no maybe Robbo. Yeah, I maybe. think he's probably one of the most vocal ones out there, isn't he? Well, I didn't re- like when you. Go to the ground, you do hear him shout sometimes, but when you watch it now on telly, you can hear just how loud Andy Robertson actually yeah. is. Yeah, probably half the players don't know what he's saying. 
Yeah. But you want that to G you up. You, you know, you want someone who'll just shout at you and get behind you, do whatever. But, as I say, Wijnaldum, I love him, and he played quite well. But, you know, you it just wasn't enough for captain for me. I don't think it was that was the issue. I think the issue was starting the ox on the right of a front three. Now, when we seen the lineup, it, common sense would have said Shakiri's on the right, mm-hmm. the ox is in midfield. Now, they had the ox on the right side of attack and they had Shakiri on the right side of midfield. Mm-hmm. Granted, Shakiri has been unbelievable in the past few weeks. He deserves yeah. a start, deserves his minutes. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't he have been more effective playing? on the right of the attack and the Ox playing on the right of the midfield. There's an argument for that. Um, but I think then you probably don't get as much out of Shaqiri. Yeah, he's improved massively since he's went in midfield, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, uh, he, he needs to be on the ball more. I, I think you maybe you lose a little bit of that creativity if he's out on the wing. And yeah, he's probably going to play well on the wing because he's a good player, he's technically good. Uh, some of the crosses he whips in for what it was worth against Burnley, you know, the, he's got, he's, he's good. Technically, he can cross balls in, um, but I think he's more, he's more efficient in that midfield. Speaking of crosses, only three of our 40 crosses were successful in that game. Yeah, I think after about half an hour, everyone could see that it wasn't working, so... Why not change it? Why not change it? It, it, it? We could have played for a fortnight against Burnley that way and we wouldn't have scored. Yeah, they were... Big, big Sam, he got the formula out to beat Liverpool and everyone's following it. I mean, to see us ultimately have 21 shots not on target is it's, ridiculous. It's I mean, there was 10 clear cuts off target and 11 which were blocked. <clears throat> but to have... That level of shot off target for a team that was absolutely churning goals out no matter what, last minute of games, we could score against anyone last season. What is going wrong? I, th- I think teams have just figured us out. Like, you, you can... Does it remind you a bit of the Brendan Rodgers era when, when Gerrard played in the back of that diamond, Holden, and everyone knew exactly... Like, that season when we nearly won the league. Yeah. And everyone just sussed us out by towards the end of it. Yep, yep, there was no plan B. Yeah, it's the same with this, isn't it? Yeah. The... There seems to be like a feeling amongst, I don't know whether it's come from Klopp or whether it's on the pitch, you've just got to chip away and carry on doing what you're doing. Now that, that's fine if you're winning. Yeah. <laughs> We're not winning. It, I haven't seen Liverpool play this bad for a long time. Um, and it's not, it's, not, it's not that we're playing bad because no. we're... We had 71% possession at home and didn't win the game. We're, we're dominating teams. The same against United, same against West Brom, same against Newcastle. We're absolutely dominating these teams, but there's no cutting edge. Would you... The record's gone. Yeah. Are you happier that it's gone against Burnley and didn't go against United? Because I, I am. <laughs> if I had to choose between the two, yes. I would prefer to lose to I, if I When I, I was looking at the, at the table... And out of the whole table, <laughs> Burnley's the one of the teams who I'd say, yeah, if we're good, because it was going to go at some point. Mm. I'm just a bit more disappointed that we didn't get 87 games, so we were at the better record than yeah. Mourinho, because that, that, that'll that make him, that'll be, Mourinho will be made up about that. See, I would have, I mean, don't get me wrong, if, if I had to choose one, I would have said something like, I don't know, someone I've got not against Leicester, Southampton, someone but, who actually try and play a little bit of footy. Yeah, but their team's in and around us, this yeah. is what I mean. Like, would yeah, you rather but, lose against a team that's, that's nowhere near us. They're not going to challenge us. And 
it's such a difficult conversation to have, isn't it? Who would you like to beat? There's no one. Yeah, but I think Burnley will stay up now. I think they that performance will give them the catalyst to to be like, wait, dead nah. Do you know? Maybe, maybe. But can you just see them going to whoever they've got next? They've probably got someone average, someone weird leads or and getting beat. Like with yeah, West they're Brom. Get, yeah, they're gonna get battered by West Brom in a couple of weeks or something. Aren't <laughs> yeah, they? like what happened when we played West yeah. Brom. <laughs> they they like got that that result and leads absolutely tear yeah, them over, exactly, doesn't yeah. Yeah. Um. I'm going to go as far as saying Jürgen. Jürgen's come out and said he was to blame for the defeat. I agree. Mm, yeah. So if, if yeah, it's tactically, after after half an hour, you've got to look at that and say, change it. Change it. Even get to our time and say, listen, lads, that, that's not working. Let's, let's try something different. But clearly he didn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we haven't got any other plan B. I mean, they've got a really good back line in terms of Ben Mee, Tavoski, Wilton. Solid Pope. goalkeeper. Yeah, Nick Pope always plays like he does on FIFA against us. Yeah. Overpowered. And he's he's good, but he's not as good as goal he's played against us that game. That's yeah, we're getting back to that that era from a few years back where keepers were coming to Anfield and even average keepers are having the games of their lives. <laughs> if Pope is not average, Pope's well above average for a goal. He should be England's number um, one. but he has a phenomenal game against us. Um you can't fault him. And to be honest with you, the Emmy, yeah. Emmy had an unbelievable game as well. The only thing I can fault Liverpool for was they weren't clinical. Like they dominated the game, they had the ball. Like you said, that's uh, possession stats was seventy. I thought it would have been higher. Like it felt like we had the ball. For there was what, at game. one point when there was it said like the last ten minutes, ninety percent, ninety percent possession. Yeah, yeah. Like, and you can't have that much possession and not capitalize no, on it. No, that that's the worrying part. And what else annoyed me? You're going to be surprised to say this. Bringing Divock Origi off. Now, I know Divock... <laughs> I know Divock... Yes. Like, any centre-forward who's a Champions League and Premier League winner should be finishing that. He oh, should. The, the chance he had, he should God. have finished it. And I think any of anyone else of our front three, maybe bar Bobby, because he seems to not be firing at the mm. minute, would have scored that. However, Divock Origi was the best player on the pitch when he was on for Liverpool. I wouldn't go that far. Who was I better think, than him? Um, Thiago. Yeah, Thiago was good, but he's doing um, so much he can do. He's went from feeding Lewandowski to feeding Divock so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, you know, he did He did quite well. He did better than we expected, but the fact of the matter is we don't expect much from him. No, but I mean, with, he seemed like he worked hard and he was running. He, he, was, he had he, a goal. Yeah, he had a good goal, which is what you all you ask, but... What you said on a few podcasts a few weeks ago about when Salah does... I was against the Palace. When Salah doesn't play, we seem to play differently. Yeah. It feels like when Salah's on the pitch, we try and walk it in. We try and all we can to get it to Salah to kill yeah. it in. So yeah, make yeah. a moment of magic. Rightfully so. He's one of the best players in the world. Yeah. He has got the moments of magic in him. However, when Origi was on, it just felt like there was more... Them crosses could have come off. Origi's a lot taller than Salah. Yeah. Them crosses could have came off at some point. Or even if we give it a knockdown. I wouldn't have brought Origi off. I w- and I wouldn't have brought Shakiri off either. Um, I personally wouldn't have. Wouldn't have. And well, when Shakiri he... only come off late, didn't he? Yeah, we'll get on to them stupid substitutions <laughs> in a minute. But in terms of... He brought the Ox and, and um, Divock off. I would have brought the Ox off for Salah. I think, yeah, Chamberlain was the, the right move. Arigi actually at the time I thought was the right move. In the grand scheme of the whole game, though, mm. um, even when you look at like the ratings, he was he got one of the best ratings in the team. 
yeah. for, for that. Maybe, I can't remember why, but I think at the time he might have gone off the boil a bit. Uh, first half, he, you know, he had a few chances, but I felt at the time, maybe I'd have to watch the game back just to, just to think about it again, but I, I felt at the time that was the right move because he didn't seem to be doing all that he was doing in the first half. See, what I would have done <clears throat> was I would have brought the Ox off, put Shakiri on the right, put Salah in the middle, mm. put Mane on the left. In fact, no. But are we, yeah, are we going to write Salah in the Do middle? Know, I'll be honest, right? We could have made any substitution in that game and I, I don't think it would have mattered. Burnley had dug in. I, it was just, we just were not going to break them down. It doesn't matter who you play. What's mad is we all raised our eyebrows at Jota at the start of the season and oh my God, do we miss him. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah. Like, uh, not even so much as though the pressure he puts on the front three, we miss his goals. Like, I was watching games back the, before of like, the start of the season because I was thinking, we'll move on to it now actually. The, I don't know if you've seen Twitter yesterday. Like, Liverpool Twitter went into full I could meltdown. not deal with social media at all after that <laughs> for a good 36 hours. No, like, it's it. been in full meltdown because Jürgens came out and Jürgens said, that he's asked for a centre-back and it would help 100%, but FSG have said there's no money. Mm. Now, people have went into a meltdown on Twitter saying, how's there no money? We've won the Champions League, we've won the Premier League and all this. You can see that the fan base on Twitter who slagged the club off most are so young and narrow-minded because if you think of it from a think of it from a business point of view now, FSG, granted, they spent £4 million or £5 million on the Trump campaign this year. So that's why people are moaning because they've said, well, you spent five million on that. But you tell me what centre half you can go and buy for five million who walks into Liverpool's team. Five million is buttons for these I mean, people. you could get Militao, I think it's an eight million loan fee with an option to buy at the end of the season. But what people need to realise is FSG is still paying all the. It's not just 11 players on the pitch they have to pay. They have to pay the cleaners, the cooks, the groundsmen. There's about 100 people and yeah, involved. I think a lot of people forget FSG is. A business? Yeah, I mean, and it's bigger than LFC, which we don't like to hear of anything being bigger than LFC, but... They're a business, they're a multi-billion dollar business, and the way, like, when people were, when Klopp said that, FSG out was trending, and people saying that this is the best manager we've ever had, and they aren't backing him, and we've got to take every day with him as a, like, a, what's the word, like, he's not going to be here forever, basically, and we should back him, uh, and stuff like this. Granted, we should back him. But people don't understand how much match day revenue affects oh, it. Yeah. So they're paying our players, they're paying our groundsmen, they're paying everyone involved with the club, and they're not making any money back apart from shared sales. Now, if you do, what's Anfield? 50? 53, isn't it? 53,000. Now, on average, the tickets are 50 quid. So 53,000 times by 50. Do you make £2.6 million a game? Now, you have 19 games at home, is it? Yeah. That's 50, 50, 350,000 a year on average that Anfield brings in. Now, that's not taken into a fact people, when they come to the game, the day outers who go in the club store, the money they make on the food inside of it, and, and like being around the ground. Because the club shop, you can't, that's not an essential shop, so that's closed. Then you have people who do tours, they come down for the weekends, watch the game, they do like stadium tours, and they make so much money. And that's just gone. And no one's doing the museum tour because people are only going the ground and paying a tenant to get a picture with the club. Yeah. So they're not making money. So how would they, how can they then? FSG would never run at a loss. And people need to realise that when FSG took over us, Liverpool were in severe amounts of debt on the verge of liquidation. Yeah. 
where we could have ended up at like Rangers, like in League Three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, people have got short memories, haven't they? Yeah. Like when I was seeing everyone moaning about them, I was thinking this. Like, I went there was a particular t- lad, Joe Dwyer, who I always moan about on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like he was absolutely harming the club. So I went on his tweets and just on the computer, and you can type in the tweets and like do twenty fifteen something like that. And he was all for FSG. He actually tweeted when we won the Champions League, saying um, p- people who doubt yet, yeah, I'll never, I'll never not love you and stuff like that. <laughs> when we won yeah. the Champions League. The money they've made off winning the Premier League has ultimately made the club be profit, like break even slash profitable yeah. this season. <clears throat> I think if we hadn't have won that league, um, we'd have been struggling. Yeah, massively. FSG runners as a business, and that's you don't want to. Yet you could have an owner like Cities who comes in and spends hundreds, hundreds of million, but dodges all the books. But eventually, that city will get caught out for it, and. With FSG, I, I just all I can ever think back to is Hicks and Gillette and the fact that they had us on the verge of liquidation. Yeah. FSG in the time here have revolutionised and given us the best training ground in the country. Yeah. They've extended Anfield so more of the fans can go. They're about to extend the Anfield Road so even more fans can go. They spent seventy five million on the best centre half we've ever seen. They spent seventy million on the best goalkeeper we've ever seen. They they bought Mane. They bought like, if you look at Klopp's team from the first day, I think there's only Henderson. Yeah. who survived so they've had a complete overhaul of the squad they've put money into the youth system and fsg want the business to be sustainable so that people can come from the academy and be world class like gerard trent carragher Curtis jones yeah. and people are moaning after doing that <laughs> right they're running the club properly we're we've been so spoiled haven't we and yeah people are spitting the dummies out now because it's not going perfectly our way and it can never, it can never be like that. It's never gonna go perfect all the time. No. We, yeah, we're a bit, we're a machine. Well, we have been a machine. But that's <laughs> we, another. But thing. machines break down sometimes. Yeah, well, that's another thing. Like this team, in the past two seasons, have had one hundred and ninety six points. Yeah. We've won, been to two Champions League finals, won one of them. We've been over to Qatar and won the Club World Cup. We've been to Turkey and won the Super Cup. They have won everything put in front of them, and. Because when we lost the league by a point, any other year we win the league that season. Yeah. We have been unbelievable for three, four years under Jürgen Klopp. It was bound to drip off, to drop off at some point. Yeah. You're losing Van Dijk, who's more than a centre-half. He, he can cut a team open with a pass. He can Because yeah. when he's at the back, Matip does his mad runs forward as well. <laughs> yeah. he, people won't tackle him. People don't know how yeah. to tackle Matip. Even Burnley got quite far forward in one yeah, of them. Like, yeah. They just don't know how to tackle him. What did he do with this weird-looking giraffe coming out? <laughs> <laughs> But like when you lose him, I can understand you like the club not wanting to buy someone because if they're gonna spend forty million on a centre half and then Gomez and Virgil make a full recovery, who'd you drop? Obviously you drop Gomez. Why would you drop someone who's given us all to the club for the past four years? Who is world class? Yeah. I, I can understand the the owner's standpoint on it. I mean, yeah, we could go in with a loan. We could get Militao with an option to buy because Gomez still needs to take eight months before they know if the surgery's been successful. Yeah, I understand I, all that. I would say a loan would be ideal at the moment. Yeah, well, and, and Militao's up for loan, which is what people are moaning about. The only thing I'm worried about, though, is this is the first time Klopp has publicly said something bad about the owners. And he's saying, I asked for a centre-back and they're telling me there's no money. Klopp saying that 
instantly turns the fans against FSG because nobody would turn against Jurgen Klopp. Has he actually said that? Yeah. In in them, or does he say in a normal circumstance? I heard that he said something about in normal normal circumstances. No, no, no. This was a press conference yesterday. Oh, was this a separate one? Yeah. Um, I think it was the United. Might have been the United build. I didn't see the full press conference. I just seen a clip, and he said, "Yeah, a centre back would have helped a hundred percent, but there's no money." And then people are now are instantly going, "What? What do you mean? There's no money? We we've won the league. <laughs> yeah. We got we get a hundred odd million for winning that." And it's like, come on. <laughs> yeah, this is not a normal season. There's nothing normal about the season. So, would you take honestly not winning the league this year because they spent the money on the ground to make more fans go to the ground to make the club sustainable long in the long run? That <laughs> that's that's a tough one because that depends on does that help us win the league in future. Because I, w- I would say, well, you know, more fans help Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't guarantee titles in the future, though, does it? No, but I can guarantee everyone who's moaning that they've spent the money on the ground are the same ones who moan that they can't get tickets. Maybe, maybe. Like, if you had a chance to go and watch Liverpool week in week out, because for one season, one season, we're crap. But at the end of it, we get a new big new stand, and we can go and watch Liverpool every week. Who's bothered, really? It's mm. one season. I've seen Jovanovic. Remember him? That, oh, that one oh, Hodgeball. I've seen him play up front for Liverpool. We've seen some terrible I've seen us. I've seen in a summer we bought that Danny Wilson, don't even know where he is now, yeah. Joe Cole and Jovanovic and Andy Carroll. Christian Poulsen. Yeah, Poulsen. <laughs> like, there's, the list goes on Voronin. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've seen these type of players. This is... We are six points off top and it is exact... We're on game week 19 now. So it's exactly halfway through the season. Yeah. yeah. Everything can switch and turn. City have lost a few games this year. United will fall off when Europe's back. We could and I think I'd love to see all these people moaning if we do win the league. Yeah, do, I mean let's see the positives. We have got arguably the best manager in the world. We have got arguably one of the best squads in the world. We've got the best fan base in the world on the whole. I mean, yeah. there's obviously with every fan base you get the odd little divvy like who ruins it for a lot. Um, we are one of the best teams in the world. Give your head a wobble. Get behind the team. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll win the league this year. Um, I think it's gone. However, people are saying we're in a top four race. What? Granted, at the minute we're fourth, and if Everton win their both of their games in hand, we drop out the top four. But does anyone genuinely believe that Everton are sustaining that till the end of the season? They've already fell off twice this year. Yeah, yeah, we're not, we're not gonna. In my opinion, we're not gonna struggle to get in that top four. And what I said at the beginning of the season is, as long as we challenge, if we give a decent challenge until the end, I'll be happy with that. Even if we don't win the league, because we can't. We got win it top every year. four in Klopp's first season, didn't we? With like Moreno yeah. and. Um, there was Klein, yeah, yeah, yeah. So with a, we've got to give a decent challenge, and I'll be happy with that. If I we if we, we fall off massively, then I'll, then I'll probably start losing my mind. Would you bit. take finishing fourth and win the Champions League yep. this year as a success? Yeah, because I think that's I think now Liverpool should look at it in a sense of the league's done. Although it's no, not done, no, it's not. It's not but done. I would rather go all out to win the Champions League and the FA Cup. I wouldn't that be that bothered about the league. I'd hope Leicester win it or Everton. I mean, I'm not going to cause controversy, but <laughs> I'd rather Everton or Leicester win it than City or United because I just don't like Manx. I wouldn't particularly lose any sleep if we won nothing this year because it's so... 
it's such a bizarre year and so much has gone on. There's there's so many different factors in this season that I, I come away with top four without a cup. I would because I I'm pretty much writing this season off as like I'm gonna forget it. Yeah. Um, Do you know so what's mad though, right? I wouldn't say it would be a successful season to finish top four and not get any cups, but I wouldn't lose any sleep if that's what happened. <laughs> you know what's mad? Liverpool, like the, I think the Premier League come out and said that this season is just going to be played behind closed doors and yeah. hopefully next season can resume. Whoever wins the league, Liverpool, like, when they parade their trophy will be when it's safe to do so. And that's yeah. when Liverpool are going to parade theirs. So we're going to do a Premier League parade. We could finish fourth and still be parading <laughs> the Premier League ground anyway. I, I think that's more of a shame for us, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, we're going to have to wait a year. I, I, I don't know, you know, I reckon we'll be able to parade it in. I, yeah, but I think the moment's gone. Has it though? Yeah, it, I, we had our look. We had our celebration, and if they was to say like, like the date to this date, and mm. this has been the the government were to come out and say like this is the this is the date everyone's back to normal. Mm. You're telling me it'd be a waste. Think no, how many. I, don't I, get me wrong. I, I, it would be the biggest party Liverpool has ever seen. You have kept <laughs> all those scousers locked in for over a year. Probably be a year and a half, two years by the time the levers out. And Liverpool are parading the cup that we've all wanted. It is going to be we've, wild. We've absolutely got to do it. Um, but I think a lot of that celebration would be down to the, the the situation in the world in general. I think the the celebration of winning the league, once someone else has won it, yeah. that, that does take a little bit away That's from it. That's why I now don't... And we will absolutely have a party and we will absolutely go wild. That's why I now don't live with regrets. Like people moaned at me for going to um, the ground and the period when we won the league. But you know what? Now I think about it. I got tested straight after it yeah. and was negative. I got tested the week after that and was still negative. So I didn't affect anybody going there. No. Um, you, you weren't throwing fireworks at the live. No, and I just went to. I outside the and to be honest, the first time I seen when I seen a bit of trouble, I got off. Like, yeah, yeah. When I seen someone get stabbed in front of me, <laughs> I was like, "That is my cue to go home." That yeah. was outside Anfield, and no one can take that away from me now. Like I got to celebrate Liverpool winning the league with my mates who have been going the match with for years, and yeah. and it was just the best experience. Um, I mean, I'm a bit gutted that like my brother didn't go; he was the sensible one. But I think now, if you asked him, he'd envy me going there because yeah. now if the league doesn't get paraded he's going to be like well when's my chance to celebrate yeah i say when we when we won it my my parents were still stuck in the canaries they've got a, they've got a place over there and they were stuck over there at the time yeah so they so I didn't get celebrated with me dad and... yeah see it's all them things that like that's why i feel as though if they did parade it even if another team's won it because if they were to parade it <clears throat> like your dad would be home because he'd yeah. come and see it like everyone who didn't go out would be there and it'd just be the Champions League parade probably from like 2005 when it took them about nine hours to get round because it was that busy. Yeah, I mean, as a, as a as a fan base and as a city, we we don't need any excuse for a party, do we? Let's no. be honest. No, I don't. Myself, like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, doesn't get any easier. Um, I mean, have you had a little look at the league table? Um, no, I'll be honest. No, I I come away from that game after Burnley. 
and I can barely even look at my phone for about so two days. If if Spurs win their game in hand and Everton win both of their games in hand, we end up sixth. Yeah. Um, for now. For now. Only halfway through. As long as Chelsea and West Ham and any Cockney club is behind us, bar Spurs. <laughs> but like I said, I have no bad blood towards Spurs. I didn't used to like them, but after Madrid, spending a weekend in Madrid with them, yeah. it was amazing, to be honest. Um, like, really, really good. I couldn't fault their fan base whatsoever, but... Let, let's not forget, we're 19 games in. We're halfway. Anything can happen. It's a crazy... Look, it's a crazy season so far in in terms of what we've seen over the last few years. Anything, anything can happen. I'm going to make you a sort of, I think we're going to finish second. That, I mean, yeah. Anyone the, in that top six now can finish in any one of them top six. Positions. This year screams out to me. Do you remember when Rafa... I think it was in 2006 or 2007. Liverpool nearly won the league. They come second under Rafa. Oh, nine. It was oh, nine? Yeah. Um, and we only lost two games all season, but we drew. Like That was where we won at United, wasn't it? And everyone yeah. thought we were going to win the league. Yeah, yeah, I think we drew something stupid, like 12 games. We've already drew seven this year. Mm. It just feels to me like this year is that going to be that. Where I don't think we're going to get beat again this season. I think that Burnley thing is give us the kick up the arse that they need. No. Um, I think there's going to be... This is this will be the year where I think the league winners will have the most defeats for decades. Yeah, because no one's... No one's really... It's going to be like a 75-80 point title win. Like I said to you the other day, it's fans. That's why yeah. people are moaning about them, FSG. Yeah. It's fans. Like, it genuinely is fans. If you look at... Um, what game was it when the fans come back in? I was trying to think of it the other day. With you, Cashew and Baxter starts the first lockdown against Everton mm. when we come back, we was absolutely abysmal. Yeah. And we was abysmal. The only decent game we had prior to that was... Um, I'm trying to think now. Where is it? You're going too far back. That's precisely Leeds. We yeah, that's the start, isn't it? So the the only decent game that we really had was it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find. I know what I mean. Um, that's this season because I acted in the group. Mm. Uh, first game of the season was Leeds. That was a mad one. Yeah, that was a mad one. Um. It hasn't got them all. But the only decent game we've had post lockdown in the early last season was Chelsea. Yeah. Where we won, where basically we couldn't have got beaten that game because we were lifting the league. Yeah. So that's the only decent game we've had. Now, this season, did we have fans in for the Leeds game? I don't think we did. But we had Van Dyke and Gomez fit. <laughs> yeah, this is all pre Um So then we beat Chelsea 2 0 away. They had a man sent off. Again, we had Van Dyke. Yeah. Um, Arsenal 3-1 at home. I th- was that where fans were? We had Van Dijk. But say, since the Everton game, we'll go from yeah. that, because that's when Van Dijk got injured and Thiago. So we've won Ajax at home. There was fans there. We won Sheffield United at home. I feel like there was fans for that one. West Ham at home 2-1. There was fans. Atalanta, well, City 1-1 away. There was no fans. Leicester 3-0 at home. There was fans. Um... But then we had like Brighton 1 1 away. There was no fans in that game. We beat Wolves 4 0 at home. There was fans. 
Fulham 1-1 away, there was no fans. Tottenham 2 on a home, there was fans. And then from then on, there's been no fans. Yeah. And we've beat Crystal Palace. We've drew against West Brom, drew against Newcastle, lost against Southampton, drew against United, lost against Burnley. And now there's no fans. Yeah, I, I don't think it's that much of a coincidence. Um, how bad we are without fans. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of them. We keep saying how bad we are. <laughs> I think that's harsh because... We're still going at teams, we're still having a go. It's just It's that, that age old thing though, is it that the cop sucks the ball into the back yeah, of the net. Yeah. And if people think it's mad when people say that, but it's it's proven this like with no fans this year. Football without fans is nothing anyway. Mm. But in that game against Burnley, if you think if we had all our fans in that it's ground, the, players on. the ground rocking. Yeah. I've been in Anfield and we've been getting beats in like the thirtieth minute before. And the the like the crowd are passing every ball, yeah. the shouting man on is the saying like like even when you sat there and if your players like on the ball and you scream a player's name and that's who do you want them to pass to. Yeah. Sometimes do you listen? Yeah. yeah and yeah. just stupid things like that and the mo like the momentum. Our team is a very much an emotional team. They play off momentum, they play off emotions mm. when the the fans are in there. That's happening. It it doesn't only G R players up, but it must be a massive distraction to the opposition. Imagine an opposition goalkeeper and defence getting all Hound, sorts of hands from behind them. They're mm. only human. It's going to affect them. Yeah, massively. And I feel as though if, if, if this season is done behind closed doors, I won't be that bothered of the league position. I won't be that mm. bothered what happens because the minute fans are back in, it's going to be a party anyway. For... We've got to finish top four. We can't We can't write off next season. We need that top four. To... Or we just go and win the Champions League and we're in it anyway. I can't leave that up to chance. Like I would, <laughs> I would like to cement fourth at least. I would. <laughs> you know, if, in an league, if we're not going to win the league in an ideal situation, I'd like. I wouldn't mind finishing fifth and Everton finishing fourth, but we win the Champions League, so they miss out because of us. <laughs> oh, imagine! <laughs> imagine that'd be that'd be scenes. <laughs> that'd be well an excuse to part in. Well, no, would we not get a fifth spot then? Would Everton? I'm not sure. How it I works. think they changed it after that year. You know, I'm sure. That Everton would still get in uh, as a qualifier. Do you have to go for qualifiers? No, you do it fourth anyway, but. Mm, maybe. But anyway, moving on to United again. It's the worst time to play them. Do you know what? It's not. It's the best time to play United. There's, there's no good time to play United. But I opinion. feel as though they've had the air dryer treatment Liverpool this week. It's the best time. We've played first. Let's not forget when Liverpool play consistently every three yeah. days were better that's starting to happen again now yeah we got beat by Burnley but Liverpool have now got a point to prove what better team to prove that point against than Manchester United yeah yeah um, it's as I say it's never a good time to play Man United I hate watching us play Man United because I can't sell yeah I, I, <clears> it's that anxiety in me of if they beat us like it's going to take me weeks to recover so I can't I can't enjoy the match fully. I won't be able to enjoy it because if, if they beat us, I've got to drive home in the snow <laughs> from work and it's not going to be a... Well, actually, yeah, me and you wouldn't work together. Not going to be a pleasant drive home, let me um, tell you. But I think it's the best time to play them. We've got a point to prove. Um, what better team to prove your points against against them? Oh, I, I couldn't think of a better team to beat in anger. And knock out of a club. Yeah. I mean, the, the next team we beat... Is gonna be we're gonna beat them in anger because it's good. Like they've got a point to prove, and as you, as you said, I can't think of a better team to absolutely annihilate 
in United. I don't know whether do it'll think, happen, but... Do you think that's why he didn't start Bobby and Salah thinking about this game on the weekend? Do you think he yeah, thought... Yeah, for sure, for sure. So I think he's... Do you, do you think he's going for the FA Cup this year? Because <laughs> that team against Aston Villa's kids, to me, says... Strong enough, yeah. We, we, he wants that club. Yeah. He, he's never going to come out and say he's prioritising one competition over another. He's never but the last two it. years, he hasn't been bothered about the FA no, Cup. No, I, I think he, he's gone stronger this year than he has done in the past, although we've come against only Premier League teams so far, haven't we? Um, so. And Villas in the 23s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, but even when you, cast your mind back to, team, when you cast your mind back to the League Cup, we played Lincoln and had like Shaq and all that playing. Yeah. So I do think he's maybe, he wants to, win something domestically this year yeah um but saying that i don't think he's going to start a team that we expect them to start no it's going to be i think it'll probably be fairly similar in terms of mixing experience and youth as it was against villa do you think united will go full strength though? no no i don't i think united will do a similar thing where they'll have a, a few of the kids in uh, but I think it'll be majority first team as he'll probably play seven or eight of your regular starters and he might throw maybe maybe three. But then United have only got Sheffield United after this. We've got Tottenham. <laughs> I mean, we haven't played Tottenham got, until Thursday. Know, we've got till Thursday to recover. I, I just think... They play on Wednesday, I think. That's enough time to recover. Sunday to Wednesday, Sunday to Thursday. Yeah. I don't think the managers are going to be looking too much into the next game on that one. Have you actually looked at the run we've got, though? We've got United and we've got Tottenham, we're playing City. I have. I have, but I also looked at the run we had a couple of weeks back and look what happened there. So you can't... This is one of them absolutely crazy seasons where I I just can't analyse anything properly. Liverpool seems to play better against bigger opposition as well, don't you? So when you look at our fix, we've got Tottenham, then we've got West Ham, who a big opposition now. Then we've got Brighton. Then we've got City, Leicester, Leipzig, Everton. I'll tell you, if there's one game out of all that, we're not going to win it, be Brighton. <laughs> yeah, we'll win all the others. Yeah, yeah. I think Virgil van Dijk will be back for the Leipzig second leg as well. And then after that is when <laughs> our season's kicking off. I hope you're right, but I think you're dreaming. No. It, it is rehab too. He's doing too much. The fact he's on grass already kicking a ball... Cast your mind back to when Ox tore his ACL. Yeah. It took him about eight months to go out on grass. Yeah, I mean, Ox is a little girl, though, isn't he? And Virgil's just a, a monster. The fact he's on grass already, even though it was only kicking up, the fact he's on grass after three months is just mad. And I think he's going to be back before people expect him to be back. People on Twitter go, oh, he's not going to play again this year. We're stupid. He will. Mark my words, Virgil van Dijk will play this I year. I think he'll play this season. I don't think it'll be as early as February. No, the second, the second leg in the Champions League is March. 10th oh, of is March. it? I think if, if Van Dijk's back for that second leg against Leipzig at home, back for the business end of the season, I have got no worries about this year at all. Yeah, I think, yeah, he's he's looking he's looking like he's going to come back earlier than expected. That's true. You just don't know how he's going to react. I'm not getting me hopes up. I think he'll be fine. He's a monster. So. Absolutely, I have with you. I hope so. He's a monster. I hope so, but I just don't want to get carried away because then I'll end up disappointed if he has any setbacks. 
Yeah, I don't think he will. Yeah. Hopefully. I hope you're right. But fair, <laughs> focusing on the United game then. Um, what team do you reckon then? This, I think me and you are both going to be way off the mark on this one. <laughs> I think it's going to be a mad one. Um, as I say, I think it's going to be probably seven or eight, maybe maybe even nine of the players you would probably expect to play and he's going to throw two mad ones in. But the two mad ones are just going to probably like baffle him. Pro- he'll probably throw something mad. Like he'll probably throw Kelleher in. I was going to say. Yeah. Um, he'll probably throw Kelleher and some madness. He'll probably throw Kane in or something like that. Do you fancy Kelleher against uh, Rashford, Cavani, Fernandez? No. <laughs> well, no, no, sorry. That, that's a bit harsh. I, I think he would do well, but I would not drop Alisson for this game myself. He's an 11 then. Okay, so Allison. Yeah. Nico. I yeah. think I think he'll be one of the ones. I think Trent needs to be taken out to the out of the team for a little bit. Um no Nico, Fabinho, Mata, Simicash. No, no, I wouldn't. That's too many changes at the back. I'll I'll keep Robbo in. Then Henderson should be back, shouldn't he? I don't really know what his injury was. Yeah, I think I it was thought just... he was playing, and it's just like, oh, yeah. he's not playing, he's going off. So, go on. Alisson, Nico, Fabinho, Mata, Robertson, Henderson, Thiago, Wijnaldum, Shakiri, Salah, Mane. Mine is Simwer. But I'm gonna go Allison, Nico, Matip, Nat Phillips, okay. Robertson, yep. Fabinho, mm-hmm. Thiago, Henderson, yep. Shakiri, Mane, Salah. Yeah. Or Shakiri, Salah, Origi. I would love to see. I would love to see that midfield. I'm not going to lie. I just think if Matip's fit, like you said, why not throw on the kid? Yeah, I, I would love to see that. And I feel as though Nat Phillips over Nike, over Reese in a sense of his aerial ability. Have United got that much aerial threat? Cavani. I think Cavani will start because it's he hasn't started the past few weeks. So yeah. if you're going up against Cavani, you want someone who's going to go and win, and you don't, you yeah. don't really need pace against them. You need, you need aerial. Yeah. And I feel, I just think we need to go back to a midfield that we trust. Yeah, yeah, because the defense is not the issue. If not Nat Phillips, Robertson at centre back and Simicus. You keep pushing this Robertson at centre back. I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm not having it. He's the, out of the, the, the right back and left back, out of him and Trent, he's the better defender. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still not having him as a centre back. If it means pushing Fabinho and Henderson no, into midfield, no, no, not at all. I'm, I'm completely and utterly against. But then when he no, but when he goes forward, Simicus a cover. So it'd still be like he's a right or left back. But defensively, he's a centre-back. Not for me, that one. I'd like to see it. When's Naby back? He might get in the team, actually. Yeah, Naby, he wasn't even on the bench, was he? 
No, but he, he might be in the team. He's not going to start. Do you know what? That's what we're missing. Nabby. Nabby. When he plays, he's, he's different gravy. Just, just wrap him in a bit of cotton wool. Yeah, yeah. He's another one like... Um, he, he, he's going to come in for a couple of games and go out for three. Yeah. And that worries me a lot. You know what, though? I feel like we might play 4 2 three, one. So would that be... Yeah, but then... You, that back four with Fabinho yeah. and Henderson holding. Yeah. Then... Thiago in the middle with Mane and Shakiri next to him, yeah, and then Salah, Salah up front. Yeah. Oh, that's the team we want, Steve. That'd, that'd be nice, that wouldn't it? Because then, <clears throat> if Nat Phillips does mess up, you've got Hendo and you, you've got the, the the back up back two in front of him, haven't you? Yeah, you've got Hendo and Fabinho in front of him, so you're basically playing with that back. Well, Fabinho would stay back when they go forward, so you'd have a back five or something, and yeah. Hendo would push forward with that, yeah, with yeah, that but other still, five. But he'd still be there to, to drop in if needed. Yeah, I think that's the team that I'd like to see. The team that I think will happen would be Kelleher, Nico. Yeah, I think it'll be Kelleher, Nico, um, Fabinho, Matip, Robertson, um, Thiago, Henderson, um, Mane, Minamino, Shakiri, Salah. I would like to see Henderson and Thiago in the same midfield because I think that just releases Thiago to do what he does best. Thiago, yeah. as good as he is. Well, you think wasted. about that Everton game, how good he was when Henderson yeah. was on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, he, he's wasted as a as a defensive midfielder. Although he can do it, that's not that's not what he's that's not what we bought him for. And we bought him to make chances and yeah. stuff. He doesn't create as many chances. From back there as he would. It's like playing it's like playing Coutinho almost as a defensive midfielder, isn't it? Yeah, it's you know mad. what I mean? It's, it's madness. You would never consider playing Coutinho there. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. What score do you reckon? Two all. Pens. Does it go straight to pens this? Yeah, the FA Cup has been going to pens. Last round it did. Oh, because of COVID? Yeah. Well, FIFA needs updating because my <laughs> mighty Bristol I'm on the surge. But you know what? I could, I, I could be wrong. You might be worth checking that out, but I'm... I'm fairly sure the last time I think it is pens, pens yeah. and, and it's only one leg in it. Like the yeah. um... so I'll go two all and we'll we'll beat them on pens. You honestly think if Allison starts, we'll win on pens? Yeah. Nah, that's what Alice, that that man is a god. He is world class, but his weakness is penalties. He can't save penalties. Steve. I'd feel more comfortable. He doesn't after... have to, they'll miss. <laughs> Or just put Adrian on the bench if he has the pens. <laughs> <laughs> Use him one last time. Because <laughs> he's actually quite decent at saving pens, to be fair. Um, but it feels as though he's he's gone. I, I, mm. We haven't seen him since that film. No, game. he's not even been on the bench, has he? No. I'm going to go 4 0. <laughs> Optimistic as ever. <laughs> Do you know what? what once you keep throwing this 4 0 dart one time, it's going to hurt, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to hurt. <laughs> no, but I'm just thinking more of. I feel like Klopp's a bit like Fergie. Dare I say it? Do you know like when United were crap and there's that age old with Beckham with the boots? Yeah. I feel as though, as though that could have happened after that uh, Berlin game. Did you see the incident in the tunnel with Sean Dyche? Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened here. He was like, it didn't seem to be anything and Sean Dyche has gone past him. Said something. I would love to know what he said. Who do you reckon would win that straight now? I'll be a, I don't want to be a tough one. Like, you know what? <laughs> I fancy Klopp against most fellas, but Sean, Sean Dyche, Dyche is northern. <laughs> Sean Dyche eats gravel for breakfast. Yeah, so. there's... There's something that you built different. It'd be, it'd be a scrap, like I'd like to see. If you're, if you're Northern, you built different. Um, yeah, that'd be one hell of a scrap. 
I'll pay, I'll pay for, <laughs> I will pay per view for that, you know. Nah, I reckon 4 0, and I reckon um, <clears throat> Thiago will score. Um, if Curtis Jones starts, I reckon he's going to kill one, you know. I've just got this feeling. I'd like to know what neither of us put Curtis in the team, did we never even consider? No, um, because I feel as though if you're going to. Curtis might play if Fabinho does play centre back. Because mm. you'd have Hendo. Tiago holding with Hendo and Jones up there. That, that wouldn't be a bad midfield against United. Though. I think with Jones, you've got that passion, haven't you? You've you got, got the, the bite, scout. Haven't you? Yeah, I, and I think if you're taking Trent out of the team, you should put Jones in to have. I like to see a scouser against United. Yeah, because they've got Manx in their team. With they'll have Rashford, uh, Lingard might get a run out. Maybe um, I can't think of else. They've got who's Manx. McTominay, though he's Scottish, he's like he's been there as near his whole life. Um, yeah, I think I think they're struggling for Manx as much as we're struggling for Scouts. They've got a couple in there, but not like the olden days where it was the the spine of the team. Yeah, there isn't any. I mean, apparently there's a few coming out the academy who were meant to be really, really good, but Liverpool just loaned them out. Do you know what I would do though for January because we're struggling? I'd recall Harvey Elliott. Mm. I don't think that would do him any good. Would it not? No. I think... I know we he's playing to... week in, week out of Blackburn. Exactly. But... I would leave well-being there. If you, if he was to come back to Liverpool and play as good as he's playing at Blackburn, if he, even if he creates one chance a game, it could make that goal he that would he, he would not get a regular game. I'd rather play, at the minute, I'd rather play in Salah. When Salah doesn't score... Yeah, he, he's yeah, he's so greedy because yeah. he just wants to get that goal. But this is why I think we'll bat the United because I feel that when you know, when we play in cup games, there's less pressure on Salah because he's not after that golden boot. Yeah. So I think he may. He's more of a team player. Yeah. If you think back to that, when he came he came on in the champion on the Champions League games, he was passing it to Mane, and that you never see that happen. <laughs> no, no. Ever. Um. Get, yeah. Getting back to Elliot, I, you need to give him that season. I think bringing him back, it's a different level. And I've watched Blackburn play in the past two weeks. He's been phenomenal. He's been brilliant he, for them. I watched in the past two weeks, Steve, and it's like it's like putting a Liverpool Liverpool playing against people. He makes the championship, which is arguably more physical than the Premier League, yeah. because it's proper football when you're down the level. It's proper proper football, and he's making it look easy, isn't he? Easy though. He looks like a man playing with kids, and he's sixteen or well, seventeen. Yeah, yeah, like. I, I when people were saying, "Oh, he's the next Messi," blah blah blah, and we've seen him play. I was like, "Oh yeah, was it <laughs> just another one of them?" Like we got Anthony Gattaro and <laughs> the next on me and stuff like that. But I am right. In fact, Ryan Babawin who's the next on me. That's all. <laughs> anyway, I would give him till next season. Um and ask them to I, give us uh, Adam Armstrong. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> arguably, I think depending on who we sign in the summer. Do you know what Harvey Elliott's got the most assists in Europe's top leagues this year? Really? Yeah. Am am I right? Okay. For example, say we sign one of these top players. Mbappe. Any one of Mbappe, Sancho, whoever, one of these top front players. Do you think Harvey Elliott comes back and gets a game? Yeah. Yeah. Regularly. See, I don't know because Liverpool don't use the loan system properly. That's what I mean. Like, 
there's an Usually argument there for don't. letting him have a, a a brilliant season at Blackburn and then sell him. I I haven't looked. I I looked the other day. Can you name a single player who's went out on loan and made it at Liverpool? Because there isn't any. I can't think of one. Off the there's none. There's none. Maybe going back years and years, but none in, in recent history. day. There has been not one player who's went out on loan and made it. We've still got Ben Woodburn on our books. <clears throat> He's not going to play, play for Liverpool, is he? <laughs> no. It's it's just it's stupid. We don't use the loan system properly, so I don't think I don't know. It depends, but you know what? I don't want Mbappe. I've been watching Dortmund the past few weeks and watching Sancho and Haaland play together. You know you can get them two for the same price as Mbappe and it's just making me think I don't want one player, I want them two. Because yeah. they... It, <clears throat> I'm going to go as far now and say if Erlen Haaland comes to the Premier League this year, whoever gets him, well, we'll next season, more we'll, likely win the league. we'll win the league. Yeah, he's, he's <clears throat> something else, isn't he? He's different gravy. Just just hope he doesn't go to United. I mean, if you look at, <laughs> look at how we're struggling scoring goals... And if you look at how clinical he is, he's per- he's he's a shoe in for us, isn't he? Yeah, he's he? perfect for what the way we play with bringing them balls in. He is perfect for that system. Because yeah. when you think like Ben Teche and that, they were crap, <laughs> but they would probably be decent. Like Peter Crouch always says he'd love to play in this team. The thing about Harland is he's tall, so he can get his head on them yeah. crosses, but he's also world class with his feet and he's lightning. Yeah. He's so good. I yeah. still think we missed a trick by a Minamino instead of Haaland. That may have been out of our control. Yeah, I mean, he's went to Dortmund and his release clause. If someone tries to buy him this year, Dortmund would sell him this year, but they'd get about 150 mil for him. His release clause next season, I think, is 70 million. Something stupid like that. It was built into his contract, so he was like, "Don't." Basically, he was using Dortmund to make his name, yeah. and then they were making double. I think it's seventy million. They bought him for thirty-five. They mm-hmm. were doubling their money on him in that yeah. time, which is what Dortmund do. Now, I'd argue saying we should maybe loan Nemeriki now. <laughs> That's a bit harsh on the minute. No, <laughs> because if you was to give them a Riggi now and say we'll have Haaland off you next year, that's an instant replacement for them. Ah, come on. Dortmund make players, do they? They do. Yeah, if, you're a Dortmund, if you're a Dortmund fan, right? Imagine someone comes in and says, lend us Haaland and we'll give you the Rigi. You tell no, them I to mean, go. I mean, because like, Leipzig apparently are looking at a Rigi as well. I think if he was to go to Dortmund, he'd become a better player anyway. So I feel as though that could be part of the deal. I know he's not that good, but don't forget he's a Premier League, Super Cup, Club World Cup and Champions League winner. He scored a goal he destroyed Barcelona, he got two goals in the semi-final, he got a goal in the final of the Champions League. Statistically, Di Origi is one of the best centre-forwards out there. Statistically. Statistically, yeah. Is there the same statistics that say Dejan Lovren's one of the best defenders out there? Oh, apparently we miss him loads of leg at you. <laughs> oh, he does me head in. I've unfollowed him after that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was my little stand. Like, that, that'll, that'll teach you. <laughs> yeah, he's lost a follower. <laughs> um, I'd never miss him. Never, never, ever, ever. 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 <laughs> Thinks because you give people petrol. We all miss them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I've got a couple of lads lined up for the next few weeks. Yeah. Uh, a couple of lads interesting coming on. Uh, it'd be nice to get some different points of view, some new faces on, a um, couple of new followers, a couple of new subscriptions through yeah. it, a um, couple of fresh faces basically. 
It's a few cool ones. I can't few wait few to ones. get the artist. The artist. I'm not going to say more about them. Yeah, we've got to. I want to wait for the podcast to show his work. Off. We've got we've got a, lo- a local local artist. Um, his work is phenomenal. Well, Cam, I don't know whether you're watching this, but your work is brilliant, mate. And we'll hopefully, we're going to put some of his artwork on the new wall. Um, these ones, because of Anfield Road, are heavy. I've ordered the full set. And then these ones are off um, on the ones behind you, these ones. Yeah. They're done by an artist I've called Carl Tyre on Twitter. I've followed him for a few years now. He's world-class. So try. if you are an artist and you want your stuff behind, then yeah. get in touch. Yeah, um, we'll, um, so we'll get Cam on. We'll, we'll show you a few of his paintings and his drawings. They're spectacular. Like. Yeah. He's told me about what he's working on now and... I can't wait to show people that. I can't wait to see it because yeah. it's just going to be out of this world. Amazing. Right. Hopefully we win tomorrow. Not nervous, not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll take... Hopefully I'm right. I don't, I don't think I could handle penalties against United today. I really don't think I could do that. No. <laughs> really don't. But yeah, hopefully we win. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to give a like, rate and subscribe, comment. If you're listening on Spotify or anything else, do subscribe to the podcast. Um We've actually got a really big following in America over on iHeartRadio. They must stream our podcast through that. Oh, so nice. thank you to any Americans listening. It's massively appreciated. Your country's amazing. And I'd rather live there than here, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> the, the views and stuff are picking up, I'd noticed. Yeah. Um, it's like what he was good. before lockdown, because before lockdown, it was doing well. And um, the season stopped, so it was just a bit like we only had a few episodes, so it wasn't really... It just fizzled out. It's like starting again, but I appreciate every single person who spends the time to come out and listen to us, especially the ones in Japan and America and South Africa who are listening regularly every week. Like, massive love to use. But yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a like, rate, and subscribe, leave a comment, get involved with the podcast. If you want to come on the podcast, let me know. Um, and that when COVID allows, we do have the setup to allow a good few people talking loads of stuff about the Reds so yeah, till then though we can get you on Skype uh, <clears throat> yeah if you're interested up the Reds stay up the Reds down the manch <laughs> <laughs>